0: Lakers Carpool is brought to you by Hook Products USA. Truck lovers, tow hook covers finally are here. Introducing Tokes, a first-of-its-kind tow hook cover that is a great way to personalize your truck's factory tow hooks. Tokes are made in the USA out of high-grade silicone rubber that clasps right over your truck's factory tow hooks so it installs in seconds and no tools are needed. With colors red, white, blue, pink, and amber, and costing just $34.95 per pair, Tokes are a unique and affordable way to customize your truck. Go to HookProductsUSA.com and head over to the compatibility tool to make sure that tokes will fit over your truck's tow hooks. After that, check out a super easy, and your truck will be rocking its tokes in no time. Again, that's HookProductsUSA.com for tokes, the original tow hook cover. Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name is James Brooks. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. It's been a couple of weeks or so since my last episode where we were talking about some offseason stuff. The NBA Finals was still going on since then. The Denver Nuggets beat the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals in five games. Um, just an incredible run from the Nuggets in the playoffs and beat it. You know, they did they win every series in at least five games. I think they did um, kind of like the Lakers did back in 2020, just, they were, they were definitely the best team out there and they got the job done and, and won the finals. So congrats to them. Their first NBA finals, um, ever their first appearance, first win. And again, you know, we've talked, I've talked a lot about this is like, I, you just can't really hate Jokic and you can't hate um, Jamal Murray. Like they just played really well. They had guys that stepped up and played well in Aaron Gordon and, and KCP and, Michael Porter Jr. Honestly, the only person that you can kind of dislike from the Nuggets is their head coach, Michael Malone, who, I don't know, just gives off these like smug vibes. And especially during the Lakers series, he was always like acting all annoyed about like LeBron and the Lakers getting a ton of press in the, in the news and stuff, even though they got swept and all these things. And um, I don't know, that that's kind of annoying. And that's enough to make me dislike the Nuggets a little bit. You know, like that was enough to make me root mostly for the Heat <laughs> in the finals. But all in all, I mean, the best team did win. So shout out to the Nuggets for getting a win and you know, winning the finals. And and looking back on the season, you can say that the it sucks that the Lakers got got swept. But at the end of the day, you can you can say the Lakers got beat by by the best team. You know, they the Nuggets deserved it, and they got got a, a well deserved NBA Finals victory. Um looking I was I was on Instagram and I, I saw this Instagram post that basically said that the twenty eleven Mavs and the twenty twenty three Nuggets title runs were eerily similar. And I was thinking I was like huh, really? Like could they be? I mean I know Jokic and, and Nowitzki are are international players, but but what else? You know, so I'm flipping through you know, first one both led by a European star in in Jokic and in Dirk. Um, the next one was both teams had zero. Well, sorry, both of those European stars had zero All Star teammates. So, you know, Jamal Murray, KCP, Aaron Gordon, MPJ, um, and then for the for the twenty eleven Dallas team, you had Jason Kidd, um, you had uh, JJ Perea, uh, You know, like just you know got zero All Star teammates. Um, both teams went through Kevin Durant and. And some pretty good teammates, right? So 2011 went through Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russ Westbrook. And for the Nuggets, going through uh, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, and uh, Devin Booker. Both teams swept the Lakers. That was the Lakers team with Powell and, and Kobe, kind of on the downturn. You know, the year before that, the Lakers had won the championship against the Celtics, but they got swept by the Mavericks. I'm pretty sure that was in the first round, whereas the Lakers, obviously, this year, were in the in the Western Conference Finals. And then both teams ended up beating the Heat in the finals, which is crazy. Um, and it was both teams' first championship. Um, so then at the end of the post, they're like, "Who do you got in, in the best of seven series?" And honestly, that's pretty intriguing. Um, Twenty eleven was such a long time ago. Um, trying to remember that Dirk that Dirk team, but the way that Jokic and Jamal Murray played, it's hard. To, it's hard to not have recency bias towards those guys. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was an interesting tidbit that both of those teams were strikingly similar um talking looking kind of moving forward to some lakers free agent or offseason stuff um nothing too new on the horizon for the lakers we do have the draft coming up tonight i'm recording this at around 3 p.m uh, pacific time Uh, on thursday the 22nd which is the night of the draft the draft is in a little less than two hours at this point um lakers have the 17th overall pick in the draft they also have the 40th overall pick in the draft i believe And it seems likely that the Lakers will end up trading that 17th overall pick. It just, at least if they can get what they want. You know, I saw a report that the Lakers are open and shopping for, I think, Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, which is kind of funny. I don't know how serious those rumors are or not. But, I mean, those have been two guys tied to the Lakers for for it seems like years now. I guess it has been kind of years, you know. That 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 offseason that the Lakers brought in Russell Westbrook was also an off-season when the Lakers there was a report that the Lakers were potentially going to bring in Buddy Healed. Um, there's been talks for seasons now about the Lakers making trades for Miles Turner. Um, nothing's happened yet, but those rumors have been going around for such a long time. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something come up. I you know, I don't know the details of what a trade would look like for for those guys but um the 17th overall pick might be or would probably definitely be involved in a trade like that i'm gonna search miles turner's name on twitter and see if anything pops up kind of doing this live lake show yo on twitter says if miles turner and buddy healed aren't lakers by tonight then i don't want to hear their names ever again <laughs> yeah that's for sure true lakers lead on twitter time to get miles turner and or buddy healed in a lakers jersey Um, so those two accounts definitely want Lakers, the Lakers to bring them in. Um, Jovan, Jovan, I don't know how to pronounce, I don't know how to pronounce this first. Jovan, um, from the Athletic. He's a Lakers reporter for the Athletic. He tweets out, um, latest Lakers Intel heading into the draft. The increased likelihood of them trading the number 17 pick. There's trade targets including Miles Turner, Buddy Heal, Dorian, Finney Smith, Royce O'Neal, and Gary Trent Jr. Um, and then there, in his article, also lists some prospects the Lakers are interested in. Um, but yeah, it looks like a lot of Lakers Twitter right now is kind of pulling for the Lakers to try and bring in Miles Turner, which would be huge. I mean, that kind of goes along with what I've kind of said in past episodes where bringing in a guy like. Brooke Lopez is someone I was talking about almost as a free agent to bring in next to Anthony Davis as a 5 that can kind of stretch the floor. Miles Turner could be that, you know. Miles Turner and Anthony Davis do have a similar game more or less, but you know, Miles Turner is one of those guys that can play he can play the 5 next to Anthony Davis and, and spread the floor. Um so that would be a, a nice a nice pickup. I don't know who else would be involved in that trade, right? Like who do you who are you including Jared Vanderbilt in that trade? Are you including d'angelo russell in that trade like who gets included in that trade is a question mark right like i've only seen everyone saying bring in miles turner and trade the 17th pick but i'm not seeing anyone like <laughs> giving any ideas of who the lakers should trade for them right so we can't have everything as lakers fans we can't have you know get miles turner and buddy Hield and also um hold on to the pick so let's see here's Here's one account saying proposed draft trade draft draft day trade, Lakers get Miles Turner, Dorian Finney-Smith, Pacers would get Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt in the 17th pick, and then the Nets would get Mo Bamba in the Pacers' 26th pick. Um, that's intriguing. I don't I don't know. I it's tough. Like getting getting moving off of Jared Vanderbilt so quickly seems a little premature. I know he doesn't provide much offensively, but what he can provide defensively is so huge for the Lakers. Um, you know, maybe I mean people always say this, right? You spend a summer with Phil Handy, maybe you can get a, get, get a three-point shot down or something. Um, I, he is he is a liability offensively, and, and there's a reason why he couldn't play in some some points of some series um, in the playoffs, which was which was tough. But I mean, what he provides defensively is so huge, even if he's only playing fifteen minutes a night or something, you know, fifteen to thirty minutes a night, um, is big. And he and he's so cheap. He's only like four his contract's like four million dollars. So I get it. If you want to bring in someone like Miles Turner, you gotta trade somebody. But moving off of Jared Vanderbilt stuff, but also, you know, he's built up some value and so you can you can trade him and bring someone in and, and maybe Miles Turner can come in and uh, you know, I guess I guess you know, Miles Turner and, and Finney Smith kinda will help fit that stretch five, three and D wing. You kind of replace Vanderbilt. Finney Smith, someone that could maybe replace that defense a little bit, um and also provide a little offense as well. So um those are those are some interesting interesting opportunities for the Lakers, right? So the seventeenth overall pick, um, if the Lakers do hold on to it, right, like We've been tied to Miles Turner and Buddy Healds for so long, and nothing's ever come of it, so why should we think now something will actually come of it? Um, as much as I would like to, I you know, who really knows? Um, the Ringer with Kevin O'Connor, he, he runs like a big draft day operation over at the Ringer, and uh, he currently, in the, on his mock draft, has the Lakers, if they do select someone with the 17th pick, taking Nick Smith Jr., Who's a freshman from arkansas he um they say on on their website that that smith primarily provides scoring upside and could be long off the board at this point um so maybe he won't be there but if he is there someone that the lakers should take he's one of the wings in consideration for the wizards with the eighth pick apparently but if he slips the lakers seem like a good landing spot and not just because of the clutch connection i guess he signed with the clutch um but smith can can help provide spacing and his defensive flashes could allow him to carve out early opportunities. Um, I mean, sounds good to me. The thing is, if the Lakers do make a pick with the 17th overall pick, I do trust that they'll make, they'll make a good decision. You know, I mean, the Lakers, the guys that they have um, in their like scouting department are so elite that most of the guys that we've, that we've drafted have, whether we keep them or not, have ended up being great players. You know, think about Marcus even way back then. Um, think about, uh zubats think about um i mean we'll see we'll see but like obviously austin reeves was a guy that he was undrafted we picked him up alex caruso um you know we'll see about uh tht but he's a guy uh, i mean jordan clarkson obviously um d'angelo russell is a guy that he's you know he's been a great player in the league um julius randall brandon ingram those are the, like some of the big ones um lonzo who unfortunately we'll we'll see where he's at with his injury um sounds like he might be facing a potentially career-ending injury which which is too bad um but all I have to say is the Lakers scouting department is pretty elite so if the Lakers do end up drafting someone with that pick I trust it'll be a good player you know someone that the Lakers either can move or use um you know and and I you know I, I think that at this point, someone, so, 3 and D wings just can't be overvalued at this point, you know? Even if it's someone that's not maybe the perfect fit at the moment, having that asset that you can move eventually. Um, Max Christie is one of those guys, like, I think his, he's a little undersized, maybe. Actually, how big is Max Christie? He's so, like, skinny that I think he's undersized, but he's probably, like, six eight or something. Let's see. I feel like he's like six six, that's my guess. I should know this off the top of my head, but I don't. Um yeah, he's six five. Okay. Yeah. So he's like a little bit undersized, but he does fit within that like um three and D wing sort of opportunity. Somewhere somewhere between like a s I guess a shooting guard and and a wing. Um but an undersized wing at that. Uh similar to Austin Reeves, right? Austin Reeves is like around six five or so. Um so he's a little undersized to, to guard some wings, but but he can step up and do it if he needs to. um But like, yeah, like those guys. Maybe someone a little bigger than Max Christie is, is probably ideal. But, but, um, yeah. I mean, I think that at that point, at this point, like, it's just hard. Like, you're not going to win now with a guy that you draft in the seven with the seventeenth overall pick, right? Like, you're not going to pick a guy that's going to come in at least on a team with LeBron James and and like to help you lead you to a to a to a championship in his, in his first year, right? Even Austin Reeves, right? Undrafted guy comes in. He was really good as for his rookie season. He's he shown a lot of really good stuff, but it wasn't enough. I mean, the Lakers missed the playoffs, right? Um, and I know a lot of this has to do with the team that was in 2021 versus 2022, but, um, you know, Austin Reeves comes in even in his second year, and it's huge that he's contributing as much as he was to a team that made it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, Max Christie, he showed a lot of really good signs his rookie year this season, this past season. Um And hopefully he can do something similar to Austin Reeves and come in his second year and provide some good stuff off the bench and, and whatnot. Um, but right. Like you're not going to win. You're not winning now. You're not going to create a championship team with um, guys. He draft. I mean, even, even when with, he's, he's the, for sure. Number one pick to the Spurs tonight. Um, Spurs aren't championship contenders just because they picked one Benyama, you know, like he's a great player and he's, is going to give them a lot of opportunity in the future but the guys you draft aren't aren't you're not winning now so that being said things the lakers need to win now right are what we've talked about three and d wings stretch bigs a five that can play alongside anthony davis you know those are kind of the big things um that the lakers are kind of missing right now and at this point like you pick a, a big in the draft it's like that's a little risky and like they're not gonna you know again you're not winning now with that guy um, so that's why you kind of I, I, my thought process going into it was always like, all right, just stockpile as many assets as you can if you're gonna pick, if you're gonna draft somebody, you know, just get some, get some three and D type wing guys. Nick Smith Jr. from Arkansas, he's six five, one eighty five, so kind of an exact carbon copy of Max Christie. So it's kind of an interesting, kind of an interesting again i you know i haven't like done a deep dive on these guys and i don't really know their games too too much but seems very similar to max christie a little bit so you know maybe they don't go that way maybe they go somewhere else um you know someone that's they have so kevin o'connor has jaime hawkes jr from ucla going number 18 he's a senior 6'6 226 um he has range he he can he can shoot he can he can provide defensive versatility um that's a guy that and i'm a, i'm i'm a my dad to ucla so i'm a ucla guy a little bit um and i could i could see that being being a fit and that's a guy that you know he's a senior he's a little older like you could maybe plug and play a guy like um triple j jaime hawkins jr not to be confused with Sharon jackson jr um <laughs> Himay mean, Hawkins Jr. is a guy that could get kind of plugged into a, a win now type team. um Whereas like Nick Smith, again, I don't, you know, maybe I'm just talking out of my butt right now. And I don't know what I'm talking about. But based on kind of the scouting report that I'm reading right here, doesn't maybe he's not um bringing in a ton of stuff off the bench. You know, he's he's the kind of guy that maybe is in the Max Christie position where he gets a little bit of a little bit of stuff, but doesn't really do much. And this is why you know you kind of expect that the Lakers are going to trade the 17th overall pick if they can because. You're you're at the end of you're at the tail end of LeBron's career. Anthony Davis is consistently um, a risk of getting injured. You just don't know. Like he 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 had a stint of uh, you know injury time this past season, but he stayed pretty healthy for the most part. Um, towards the end of the season, especially with LeBron out, um, obviously LeBron's foot injury that he had last season is a question on like what he needs to do to fix that and then rehab that. Maybe LeBron doesn't even. I've heard things like people saying, like, maybe LeBron doesn't even play until, like, Christmas next season. Um, again, that's just speculation, but there's a lot of questions and things up in the air with the Lakers right now, I feel like, in that sense, where you're at the, again, tail end of LeBron's career. Anthony Davis is always um, a question mark with his health situation. Um, and then you have, like, un- or you have restricted free agents in in Hachimura and Austin Reeves, who are two guys that we've talked about the Lakers needing to try and bring back if they can. Um, you know, you have Jared Vanderbilt on contract for cheap, but then other than that, everyone else is either restricted or unrestricted free agent. So, so what are you doing there? You know, so a draft pick again, while it could help, it could bring in, it could bring in something helpful. Um, if you can bundle that into a trade and bring in someone like Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, who are guys that are going to help you improve the team and get into a win now situation then um that's what you got to try and do but that's assuming that the pacers and any other team involved in a trade would be willing to to cooperate and, and be interested in trading those guys for what the lakers have to offer you know so uh it'll be interesting to see what happens i think something some big splashes will probably happen tonight for the lakers i think um you know i think they're definitely shopping that 17th overall pick and if they end up drafting someone with that pick then you obviously know that the any trade opportunities they had fell through so um will definitely be interesting interesting to see what happens i think um you know for this episode i think that's really all there is to talk about you know it's draft draft time is is big and and there's a lot of things up in the air for the lakers right now but there hasn't really been any answers and obviously once the draft happens and and once we see you what the lakers do with their picks um we'll see what uh what's left you know if they end up trading someone obviously that that changes the team a little bit and if they end up drafting someone that changes the team a little bit so we will uh see what happens with the draft tonight at and basically an hour and a half and hopefully the lakers can make some big splashes improve the team and, and go from there i appreciate you guys for listening go lakers Trying to disrupt Rondo, he puts it in. Here's Davis, 4-3 in the win. Oh, it's good! Anthony Davis has won it for the Lakers!